0: I wish I could put my fist through the whole lousy beautiful town. Hello, and welcome to episode 21 of Lousy Beautiful Town, where we like to scream about Star Wars and put our fist through things. I'm your host, Abby, and I'm joined by your other wonderful, beautiful, talented host, Jess.
1: Oh, hi. hi. <laughs> Thank you for that lovely introduction. Oh, you're,
0: you're so welcome.
1: <laughs> oh, we're being so deferent <laughs> and, and, and great to each other before we put our fists through a bunch of shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we're gonna be great to each other throughout this thing, but we're gonna piss some people off today and I know it.
1: This is true.
0: I I titled that section, Let's Piss Some People Off. Yeah.
1: I just, we just need to talk about this because it's annoying me.
0: (laughs) Yep. Also, sorry if you can hear the train in the background.
1: I was wondering what that was. (laughs) (laughs) Coming from my end.
0: (laughs) No, the train only goes through my town, like, once every other day. And it's choosing now to come on through. Of course. So. I, my apologies enjoy the choo-choo train okay so <laughs> we don't have a ton of star wars news unless stuff dropped today that i wasn't paying attention to i didn't see uh, anything yeah i didn't see anything either
1: um nor do i really care to be
0: honest. <laughs> i was at work all day and i'm tired and
1: yeah i, I don't flu I don't shot beer. today i don't feel good i <laughs> mm. you know i just feel picky i'll drink more beer and i'll feel fine there fun. we go. I'm
0: <laughs> drinking this shitty, truly hard seltzer. Because someone left it at my house and I don't want it to go to waste because it's alcohol, but I hate it. Yeah. Want
1: to be white claws? They I mean, nasty. Ugh. Anyway, should mix it with some tequila. <laughs>
0: like I Ooh, That would be good because this one I'm drinking right now is lime. Yeah.
1: I mixed I it tequila. with tequila and a little bit of orange juice. It was pretty good.
0: Was that okay. the one where? Was that the pod where we were? Shut the fuck up! Or no,
1: it was a different uh, one. I was real drunk at, by the end of that pod. I like <laughs> don't. When I was editing it, I was like, I don't remember talking about this.
0: <laughs> I think I got really drunk that pod too, and I don't.
1: I don't remember. <laughs> I don't even remember what episode it was, but it was it was great. It was a good mix. <laughs>
0: we kind of um, unintentionally established one of the themes of our podcast is being we we just drink throughout the whole damn thing yeah i don't know if we could get through it if we did
1: <laughs> especially lately i just feel like yeah. the hashtag discourse is so obnoxious oh. and I've, I've literally muted like all of star wars twitter because i just can't handle it right now and i'm just like you guys are so dumb i don't care it's a stupid st- it's fake and in space like mm-hmm. why is everyone so annoying about it like you have yeah. to be right about everything like it's fiction yeah. <gasps> anyway did you speaking of those- it's fiction and maybe it's not great <laughs> cool.
0: Good answer, Jess. It's like, did you mute me? And you're just like, anyway.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, like, haven't seen what you've tweeted in a while, Abby. (laughs) kidding. You muted, muted me. I muted words, not people, to be specific. Um... It just happens that whatever people are talking about lately has to do with fandom or Raylo or Redemption or <laughs>
0: um, no, Baby I've...
1: or something, and I'm just like, ugh.
0: <laughs> I posted a very lovely picture that I collared with my client today of Yariel poof, but he's oh. rainbow.
1: <laughs> I didn't see that. I'm yeah, look. I'm look, and it, it has
0: nothing to do with Star. Well, there's no Star Wars in my tweet, so ha <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I, you're not muted oh thank god oh that's cute isn't it She's like, i just want to
1: color can you make why do you that guy why, is- why is he in a coloring book that's really random it's a random
0: star wars coloring book that i stole out of my coworker's office <laughs> well i didn't steal i asked if i could take it but <laughs> <laughs> um and there's also another one of Yariel Poof. Oh, thanks for liking my tweet. Uh, <laughs> there's also another one of Yariel Poof where it's a maze and you have to help him find his way to the Jedi Temple. <laughs> Wait, is Yariel Poof a Jedi? Yeah. Yeah. You know, oh, he's the Temple, right? Okay. And, Fan- gonna... and Phantom Menace, and that's it. That's the last we see him. Maybe he dies. Maybe he can't find his way to the Jedi <laughs> Temple.
1: Maybe that's why they put that in there. Oh my god. He got lost and confused. Oh my god. Anyway,
0: (laughs) so fucking off topic. Let's get back on topic.
1: We're Um, not even through the news yet. Shut up! (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Fuck, I didn't set a timer. I don't know how long we've been talking. Yes! (laughs) Whoops. Oh well. I'm sure we're fine. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. Like five minutes, Um,
0: right? uh, Sure. Um... So, it was announced the other day that Marvel is ending its long-running Star Wars series. Um, it's going to end in a one-shot that I believe Dr. Afra is in as well. And so then, Ooh. I don't know if it was speculation or if it's actually true that Dr. Afra is ending as well. Um, if so, I'm going to be pissed, because I love her. Oh, I need to
1: read that comic.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> but... I think it's interesting that it's ending and I mean, I'm not too heartbroken over it because just why now I know the, this comic, um, takes place in between a new hope and empire strikes back, which is like a three year time period. However, like there's just so much that goes on that I'm like, how, how much more can you do in between this time that isn't going to like invalidate anything that happens in empire. True. There's only so much like Jedi training Luke can do in here. Otherwise yeah. it doesn't make sense for empire. So I'm wondering if maybe they're ending it to start a new one that like yeah. maybe
1: takes place after Rise of Skywalker possibly. I don't read enough comics. I will admit I stop that. Reading that. I don't want to support Marvel's CEO <laughs> editor in chief, <Yeah>. not CEO. <laughs> I haven't um
0: I haven't paid for a damn Marvel Star Wars comic, so Hmm. And I don't feel bad about it. <laughs> I don't even feel bad about it. So that's that.
1: I mean, it's not that exciting. Not that heartbreaking either. Maybe um, for someone that is their Star Wars and their. So 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 <laughs> okay, I'm fine. Okay, <laughs> this is getting off to a great start. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh. Okay.
0: Anyway, we're not giving away Black Spire.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, um I read it. I can I can talk yeah. about it a little. Okay, yeah, go ahead. Cuz it's not, Okay. We talked about, I think it was last time or the time before, how Delilah has said some things on Twitter, like about ace representation, and she was kind of pushing back on the ace community, and it was not great, and I was, you know, it was was going around that there was ace representation in this book, and so everybody was really excited about it, and we're like, oh, yay, she learned, but Mm -hmm. while there was ace representation, it was weirdly put in the book, and it was kind of in a gross way that... Mm. I don't I don't know. I, I'm not ace, so I can't speak for them. So that's all I'll say. But to me, it was gross. And Vi is a black woman. And the way that she is her blackness is portrayed and just her as a character and like all the stuff that she has to go through, like tor- she's being tortured again, like she was already tortured mm-hmm. in the last book. And it's like pointless torture. Like, it's just it's terrible. Like, and I was tweeting about this about how I was like, this book is awful. And I'm only in the first chapter, like the entire premise of the book just is terrible. Like, Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like this is bad i can't believe like it got through the editing process i'm shocked that they put this mm-hmm. out to be honest and i was talking to our friend and listener southern cynic and she is a black woman and i've been waiting for her to finish the book so that we could talk about it cuz i wanted to hear what she had to say and she um confirmed what i thought <laughs> she would say and she had a little thread about it. Um, so if you're mm-hmm. interested to read that, definitely. I think we I retweeted some of it from the pod account yeah. last week. If not, but, we probably retweeted it on our personal accounts. Oh, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's just, we just don't want to support bad representation. Like representation is important, but bad representation, like doesn't help anything. Right. <laughs> like. Right. You, you shouldn't just write a black woman just to check a box. Um, like the, the fact that she's a black woman should like, that's part of who she is as a person. And the the reason why like representation, representation is so meaningful is that you can see yourself in those characters and see like characteristics of like the, you know, whatever diaspora you're from if you're an immigrant Mm -hmm. in this country or come from an immigrant family, because most of us do. Mm -hmm. And, um, you can see the like storytelling, like through a fictional medium that like reflects what you've experienced in your life. And that's why it's meaningful. It's like someone telling your story and it's telling the people who are watching and reading and listening to the story that it, your story is important as well, as every, as well as every white person's story and that you mm-hmm. matter. And that's what being seen and being represented is about. I mean, it's so much more than that, but that's a huge aspect of it. So when you have a character that's really like one dimensional and there's nothing about them that, kind of addresses that and it's a white author and mm-hmm. also the one thing that keeps getting brought up in the story the two like confirm that she's a black woman it has something to do with her hair it's like oh. Ugh, not great so we're not getting yeah, away I, a
0: copy <laughs> no I remember part of Essie's thread said something like it could have literally been been anybody else yeah like it you wouldn't have known she was black unless it was on the cover yep. which it was yep um but yeah, so Jess and I had decided, I, we were texting each other, and I'm like, should we not do this? <laughs> yeah. Um, and we decided that it, we didn't feel comfortable doing so, um, and we posted a thread about it on our Twitter, so if you're like still sitting here wondering why, even though Jess explained it to you, um, you can go and check that out. So sorry for people who are wanting a copy, but we're not giving it away. Mm-hmm.
1: um we just you can don't get it from your library if you really yeah. want to read it um yeah. just to see what, I'm probably
0: going to do that
1: yeah I, I definitely think if you're curious like I don't know I probably mm-hmm. would never if I was listening to myself I probably wouldn't waste my time to be honest but yeah. if you're curious about why I think it's bad and why why others think yeah. it's bad then <laughs> you should read it
0: well and I think for for me of like going over to my library and checking it out well one my library is like Within walking distance, so I should do that. Right. But anyway, um, if people are wondering, like, are you guys going to talk about Black Spire in depth um, on the show? We no, yeah, <laughs> we don't want to give um, Delilah all that time. Yeah, um, and we have. I have no problem being like, "Fuck you, Delilah."
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: we, we burned some bridges yeah. the other day, but that's fine. That you had sent me a fucking great text where I think I was just like, I feel like a jerk. Um, Or like I went off a little too hard. Um, So I said, Oh, got more angry than I meant to on the thread. And you said, no worries. Look, if we don't hold Lucasfilm accountable in all forms of media, nothing changes. Mm -hmm. And that's also why we kind of started the podcast and you're right. Yeah, you're right. So I don't um, want to like,
1: Yeah, I don't want to like beat around the bush. I mean, I do for some things just because I have relationships with people and I don't want to like bash on my friends, (laughs) like on the podcast. That's not great, (laughs) right? 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 right. Um, Which I wouldn't do anyway. But um, you know, I want to be a decent person. But I also like think if you do something shitty to a community of like marginalized people, like you need to be called out on that. And it's not like the first time this has happened, so (laughs) that's why it's important. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. If you're wondering if we're going to talk about it, no, not in depth, but I think we are planning on eventually doing um, an episode about, like, poorly done representation.
1: Oh, because Star Um, Wars has so much! (laughs) Because we could probably
0: make that into, like, a three-part episode. We probably Um, could make
1: a series out of it. Oh, that's
0: not a bad idea. (laughs) Um,
1: Oh my god. But yeah,
0: so we'll probably do that, and we'll talk about Vi then, so. Yeah.
1: It sucks because I really liked Vi in Phasma. Like she was a really interesting character, and it was great that she's this black woman and she's like, like the best spy in the resistance, and she's like empathetic and she's just great. But like she just had nothing to do in the story. It was it, it yeah. literally could have been anyone. She wasn't doing anything spy related. Like. <laughs> I just I, like there's so many opportunities for her, like them to connect, you know, with like the Rebel Alliance about spying and like Cassian and like the fulcrum mm-hmm. role and just like all these things that they could have done. Or just, I don't know. I feel like this was just something done for the parks, the Galaxy's yeah. Edge stuff. And so. Like, there's so much like mentioning of like the cantina and like the drink names and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, you're doing this at the expense of this character that probably means a lot to some people because yeah. not only is she ace, but she's a black woman and she's competent and she's not killed off in the first like right. third of her story. So it's just weird. I just don't understand how this was published, to be honest. <laughs>
0: it's just a however many pages long advertisement for Galaxy's Edge. That's
1: really what it felt like. <laughs> That fucking sucks. Yeah.
0: Like, it makes me really hesitant about any of the other Galaxy's Edge content, except for Zoraida's
1: book. <laughs> I've heard that Zoraida's book is very good, and we are still giving that away, yes. and we'll announce the winner at the end of the episode, so stay yes. tuned if you don't yes. want to listen to the rest of us because you think we're mean. I don't care.
0: Do <laughs> <laughs> you think you're mean, get the fuck out. Like, why <laughs> are you Shut the fuck here? up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We're not going to do that all episode, I swear. <laughs>
0: it's episode 21 like at this point like we established who the fuck we were by like episode two yeah where we went in hard about online abuse which I do want to touch on that real quick before we get into our topic but like if you don't know who we are at this point like get the
1: fuck out yeah why are you here don't waste your time there's plenty of other podcasts you can listen to with opinions that you agree with if you don't agree with us or you don't want to hear us bye Mm -hmm. Love ya, bye bye. (laughs)
0: You can listen to uh, podcasts that think it's okay to reach out to hate groups and invite them on their podcast. Oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah. So, um, just want to throw a PSA out there to all of the white male podcasters.
1: All of (laughs) them. uh, All white (laughs)
0: men. Yeah. That um, you're a piece of shit. (laughs) <laughs> if you invite members from groups that have historically harassed people um, onto your podcast because you want to talk about things you disagree with, like, you are condoning them, you are giving them a platform, you are supporting them, even if you don't agree with them. Like, in this particular instance, this community harassed a lot of months. From this community in particular, I received, like, threats of physical and sexual violence, like, people in my mentions constantly, and here comes this white dude with who can't mind his own goddamn business and invites him, invites somebody from that community onto his podcast so that they can show that you can be, you can disagree and still be in the same fandom. Like, that's not what it's about, None of that was because we had differing <laughs> Star Wars opinions. Yeah, they probably love Luke Skywalker, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the difference is, is they told me to, I don't know, kill myself, you know? <laughs> right. And, and so one of the big things that was said back to a lot of the backlash was that they were trying to make amends and reach a forgiving handout, which ends up uh, going along with the theme of our episode. Mm-hmm. um but i uh, let me say this loud and clear <laughs> if you are not part of the marginalized folks who were harassed mercilessly by these people um it's not your job to reach out and make amends no. none of us want you to um we don't want them in our community we don't want them knowing our names like i changed my twitter handle not too long ago and that was mostly for professional reasons but it was also to get a lot of people off of my back. And yeah. ever since then, I've been pretty under the radar, which is really nice. And I don't want to be on the radar again. And by you asking them to come onto your podcast, that's what you're doing. Yep. So, yep. fuck off. <laughs> I know.
1: Um, I actually added an extra S to my Instagram account at one point because I was having people like randos from – twitter coming on my instagram and harassing me on there and sending me dms because my DMs are open on instagram which is a mistake but <laughs> my DMs are closed on twitter <laughs> yeah. well um, even
0: even chris changed his twitter handle yeah because he didn't want people to get
1: to him to get to yeah. me yeah so i told anyway. billy he had to make all of his accounts private like, mm-hmm. we can't geotag any of our posts, like, yeah. it's crazy. I went crazy. through,
0: like, tons of <laughs> websites and deleted wherever, like, my public information was, like, my yeah. address, and then went through and deleted all of Chris's families and yep. all yep. of that, and that took hours. Yep. It took days to do. Yep. yep.
1: And I took all my, yeah, I took all my information off of LinkedIn and made my account, yeah. like, so only people who, like... Are like friends of friends can find me <laughs> type of thing, yeah. which is not great for like networking possibilities. But right. I gotta protect myself.
0: And so then you get to come in here and be like, I just you know wanted to make amends. And yeah, when yeah. what did
1: they have to do to like what what lifestyle change that they have to make to feel like they had to make amends in the first place? Like they didn't have to do shit. They just sat there and watched the whole thing, and we're like, oh no, this yep. is bad. Like meanwhile. There's people like us who are like, okay, I had to like completely change my behavior online Mm -hmm. and like to protect myself.
0: (laughs) Like I don't. So if you've ever talked to me like, or tried to talk to me via Twitter and I don't respond, especially if you are a man, like I, I will apologize a little bit here. It's because of all of that, that has made me so weary of talking to people. I don't know. Same. Because I never know if, and when they're going to turn on me. Yeah. Um, And I don't wanna put my trust and faith in people because it's fucking hard because I've had that thrown back in my
1: face. Yeah, I know. I feel the same and I'm sorry too. It sucks because I'm sure there's people out there that I would think are great and funny and great to interact with on Twitter, but I just- It's hard. If if you don't follow people that I follow, like a lot of people (laughs) that I follow, and um, especially the rep matters people just because then i know that you're part of a community that i actually want to be a part of as well or vice versa whatever you know what i'm trying to say but um i just same i just don't trust people anymore sorry if you want to if you want us to interact just keep saying nice things (laughs) but like don't be creepy about it (laughs) yeah Yeah, don't be creepy don't be weird. So let's
0: piss some more people off. Yeah, I'm
1: ready. <laughs> um, Time to put our fists through some redemption.
0: Yeah, so this has been um, the capital D discourse PM <laughs> lately on the Twitters. There's a lot of people who want to fight about redemption. And I guess we're throwing in our gloves into I'm the ring. I'm <laughs> ready. Yeah. Um, so let's talk redemption.
1: I feel like, too, like redemption is such a big theme. So everybody mm. says in Star Wars that. Is it, it though? That's what I'm saying. Ah, I Eric. I think it is mis, I think the word, I, I think it's a misplaced, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I don't think they're right. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> You're wrong. (laughs) We're right. (laughs) Shut up. I think that it is not, I think that word is just thrown around really casually, but we like people haven't really sat down to think about like what it actually means to have redemption. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: if characters in star Wars have had that, and I don't think they have like the main characters that we're going to be talking about. So Think maybe the word people are looking for is
0: forgiveness.
1: But I don't even I don't Because forgiveness
0: is different than redemption.
1: Or even I mean, like, what's the word for like you know you did something wrong and that's it? (laughs) Like you try to Uh, change.
0: (laughs) Repentance?
1: Yeah. Repentance is probably the better word for that.
0: Penitence?
1: Penitent, Uh, yeah. I think that's probably the word that people are looking for, but I feel like well, I guess redemption has really religious connotations too, but it does. Penitent, pen penitent and repentance and things like that and penance and all that like that kind of has mm-hmm. like a religious connotation. So I don't know, maybe that's why we don't use it as yeah. much. But whatever. Anyway,
0: um, so let's start off by talking about what redemption is. Um, I really like what you put in the notes, just that it's transactional.
1: Yeah, if you think about like redeeming a coupon, you are giving mm-hmm. someone something of value. And they' are giving you something back, <laughs> redeeming <laughs> a voucher, redeeming mm-hmm. your tickets like it's cool. not just a one sided thing, right,
0: well, and like the thing with redemption too is you don't get to decide if you're redeemed, no, and like you don't get to decide that you are in the process or the act of redemption. That's where I think that 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 repentant part comes in, you're acknowledging your wrongdoings and wanting to make up for them.
1: Yeah, but you don't get to decide if you are redeemed of those wrongdoings or not. And also, like, even as third party, we don't get to decide whether people are redeemed or not. That is in the eye of the victim (laughs) or victims, whether that has been brought to justice or not.
0: Right. So, I mean, like, redemption isn't, like, a one-way thing. You know, one person redeems you, you're redeemed forever. It's, Whoever the redeemers or victims are, they get to decide. It's yeah. nothing that you get to decide. The only thing you as, as the quote unquote redeemed or the perpetrator gets to do is try to make up for your wrongdoings. And if people are still like, fuck you, you have to take that.
1: Yeah. And I think, too, the thing that we forget is, like, even if you're redeemed, like, you still have to face your consequences. Mm hmm. Like, you don't just get a free pass and be like, okay, everything's cool now. You apologized and you said you're going to be a different person. Like, you might still have to go to prison. You might right. still have to do community service or like give up your life. Like, yeah. That's just the reality of like kind of the moral system that we've had, we've created in the West. And I think mm-hmm. that comes through in our storytelling a lot too. Yeah. I
0: actually just, um, talked about this briefly on a star wars story podcast with our dear friend brooklyn Mm. she and i recorded an episode about return of the jedi which is my favorite movie so head over there after you're done with this episode to listen and give some love to a star wars story pod hosted by brooklyn and delaney um but we obviously ended up on the topic of redemption because we're talking about return of the jedi Mm-hmm. And I brought up this fanfic that I read many <laughs> moons ago. Yep, um, but it's called The Trial of Darth Vader. It's on AO3. It's by the underscore librarian. Uh, it's a fifty chapter fic, so I'm just I'm just putting that out there. <laughs>
1: Good lord,
0: <laughs> I know, but and it's very very interesting. So the idea, but the idea, the premise behind it is Vader lives through Return of the Jedi. Like he doesn't die on the Death Star. Um, but he's brought back to the Alliance by Luke and they wow. throw him in I the break.
1: I think I've read some of this. Really? Yes. This and sounds familiar. Like, okay. Yeah.
0: Like they assign an analyst to go down and speak with him and get his side of the story and um, try and understand why he did what he did. And so over the course of these 50 chapters, which are all, also very meaty chapters, by the way, um, <laughs> It's all told through the perspective of this analyst and him seeing and trying to understand like why Vader did what he did and getting to the core of like his issues with Padme and his issues with abandonment and blah da da da, and is learning and realizing that he's trying to repent for his yeah. sins, he's recognized what he's done wrong and he wants to make up for it, and this analyst wants is supposed to bring it to. The alliance for his trial, and I mean, I guess you can kind of guess how the story ends because even though Vader is offering his penitence, he's you know saying ten Hail Marys for his sins, (laughs) like it doesn't absolve him of his crimes, and he in that fic accepts that as he should, yeah, (laughs) which was really cool. I'm really glad that he wasn't like, but why, yeah, um. It was very much so an understanding of, I fucked up and there's n- nothing I can do now that will heal anything.
1: Um, Let's talk about Darth Vader. Yeah. Because maybe the reason why I don't really care for Return of the Jedi is because Return of the Jedi makes this confusing. Mm. Because Force Ghost Anakin appears at the end and it implies that he's forgiven of all things and he's back to the light side. Yeah. But my opinion is that and i put this in the notes mm-hmm. <laughs> the force doesn't determine what redemption is it's not a deity it's it's a medical metaphysical entity that is just about balance and light and dark and it's not making any decisions on justice and things like that. Like Mm -hmm. the way that the, the beings in a galaxy far, far away interpret the light side comes out to be this justice that they enact throughout the galaxy. But like darksiders don't feel the same way. Like they interpret the force completely differently. So it's not, there isn't just like one viewpoint on what the force is. And even people within the light side disagree on things. We don't even really fully understand. (laughs)
0: Like, yeah. I mean, like, it's just, it's kind of like, any other spiritual belief in that it might be presented to you in an organized fashion, i.e. like the Jedi Order. But at the end of the day, like it's up to you to decide and decipher what your spirituality, if you have any, means to you. So like, for example, I was raised within the Catholic Church. Um, I struggle with the Catholic Church hardcore um, and don't care for it at all as an organization. Um, especially as a bisexual woman um, who likes to have choices over her body, but anyway, imagine <laughs> um, <than> that, <laughs> right? But there are parts like of, of my spirituality that I learned from being part of the Catholic Church that I really enjoy. Like it's it's a struggle for me, but like I still believe in you know Father Son Holy Spirit. I have a very strong attachment to Mary for whatever reason I didn't do ever (laughs) since I was a kid. Um, And so like, it's kind of like that in that sense of these force users or people who believe in the force get to, to pick and choose and create their own idea of what the force is. Um, And then use it how they see fit.
1: You have like a a institution or a system that kind of guides generations through that but that's not necessarily the only way because there's all i mean we see in clone wars there's all these these civilizations that use the force in different ways yeah. and i mean in rebels too that have nothing to do with the jedi order or the sith
0: yeah yeah and so in, you see that in um, legends of luke skywalker too like yeah. he goes to all these different planets and sees different groups of people calling the force different things and like explaining to him what their thought processes and he's like oh that's the force and they're like what the fuck are you talking about
1: yeah (laughs) so
0: like they're all believing in that same metaphysical entity but just not interpreting it in the same way
1: i just very it's 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 like it's hard for me like in return of the jedi because that just on surface level it's like oh darth vader is redeemed based off of like the very end celebration scene yeah and I, I don't that's I don't think that's redemption
0: no well and I'll be honest with you like going in with Return of the Jedi making this confusing like I thought that for years so did Vader I. Vader was redeemed because Luke forgave him and then he is he shows up to party with Yoda and Obi-Wan on and Endor um, and then fades back into the force so I'm like oh yeah everything is all well and good and it until I got older and thought more critically
1: <laughs> honestly um, i read bloodline and i had a different i saw a different perspective from leia on vader and i was like oh the only perspective that i was looking at this from was from luke's and we'll talk about that
0: yeah it wasn't until like i was, <laughs> I was reading fanfic um, <laughs> but like i gravitate towards like When I'm reading Star Wars fanfic, if it's not smutty, um, I gravitate a lot towards like dad Vader fix. So like it's Luke and Vader growing in a relationship together as father and son. I don't know why. It just gives me warm fuzzies. Eh. And I was like, well, if Luke can do this, why can't Leia? And then I was like, well, because he fucking
1: blew up her planet. And tortured her. tortured her. (laughs) Among Um, so many other things. (laughs) Right. Luke right, was right. like on a backwater planet and just appeared and was like, oh, hey, like, I have no relationship to the Empire, like personally, other than, you know, they kind of suck. But yeah. here I am doing good because some old man told me to. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess his his parents, quote, his adoptive parents were killed. So, hey.
0: And, and OK, <laughs> so like that, let's not even compare their traumas then. Sure. No, let's yeah. Get that out of there. Um because it's a bad idea in the first place, they're still two totally different people, and mm-hmm. they are two totally autonomous human beings who get to decide what they do and don't do with their forgiveness, yeah, which is like the coolest part of forgiveness um it, while we 're talking about it like what what is forgiveness to you
1: jess um it's when i the wronged have decided to to absolve the other person of what they've done. Personally, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that they are completely absolved of whatever they've done, but whatever they've done to me that I felt was wrong, I can let go of that
0: yeah. and that's more
1: for me than for them
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> in one of my therapy books, um, it talks about forgiveness as an emotional exchange that occurs within the person who has been wrong um,
1: yeah.
0: and forgiveness therapy is really, 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 really hard for people to do mm-hmm. um. Because the second I'm, I start to mention forgiveness, people are like, no, what the fuck? And I was like, I get you because I was there when my therapist and I were working through some of my trauma with my past abusive relationships. Like, I remember her asking, what do you think about forgiving them? And I was like, fuck off, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and she went into this whole thing of like, what were you taught forgiveness is? I'm like, well, you, you know, someone says, I'm sorry, you say it's okay. And she's like, yeah, that's bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not okay. Like we as a society have been trained to say it's okay. Instead of something like I accept your apology. One of the things she suggested was, do you feel comfortable reaching out to that person and saying that you forgive them? And I said, no. And I said, I don't want anything to do with them. I don't want to forge any connection because one, I don't think that would be good for me. And two, I don't trust them with having access to me. Yeah. And she's like, okay, then you don't need them to forgive them. I was That's like, true. What? and she's just like, she, she told me that at the end of the day, forgiving my abuser wasn't about him. Like it had nothing to do with him. It was all to do with me and choosing to, Not forget that those things happened, but not allowing them to have that kind of hold on me anymore. Yeah. Um, Because this was, oh God, it's 10 years later at this point. (laughs) Holy shit.
1: We're going to do a real deep dive on Jess real quick. So, my therapist brought up recently because my mom passed away when I was very young and my dad mm -hmm. did not handle her death very well and I was an only child and so it was just me and him for a while and we uncovered that I am very protective of him but I am also resentful (laughs) and that Mm -hmm. is very confusing and we talked a little bit about forgiveness and I just like couldn't handle it I was like no I can't he's old I don't want to like like tap into this emotion and like resentment now because I only have so much time with him and I just want to enjoy the time that I have with him now and she's like the resentment's still there you need to forgive him and I was like oh shit it was crazy mm-hmm. but it's for me it's so that yeah. i can heal from that trauma and mm-hmm. have a better relationship with him now i mean that doesn't necessarily have to be a thing but mm-hmm. when it's first with someone that you really care about and love like a parent or a sibling or like a spouse like if that's important to you <laughs> like if you yeah. want to have a real them that's something that you have to kind of go through but if you don't want to have a relationship with them, it doesn't have to be about them. It can just be about you.
0: Right. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, my forgiveness in that, in that sense was one forgiving myself for allowing or for thinking for 10 years that everything that happened was my fault.
1: (laughs) Yes. Um, That's a huge thing too, is like realizing that it's not your fault, that it was someone else doing something to you Mm -hmm. and it's okay to acknowledge that and then let it go
0: more like because you were talking about having a better relationship with that person if you want to have continue to have them in your life I think too like and I'm still working on this like I, there are some days that I wake up and I'm like I'm not done with you yet like fuck off man like <laughs> you get to move on with your life and I'm stuck here 10 years later thinking about you yeah fuck um, that right uh, yeah. but it was also I think it's helped me have a better relationship with myself and that's what's most important. I'm sorry. You
1: have to live with yourself every day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> every moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like it it allowed me to have a better relationship with my emotions and my understanding and the fact that I was like second guessing myself for 10 years. It allowed that to go away. Yeah. Trusting yourself and trusting my body. Yeah. It's so trusting hard. Trusting my body with other people. <laughs> yeah. So, at the end of the day, forgiveness isn't saying it's okay for their actions because, you know, in in these situations, like what has happened to us wasn't okay.
1: Yeah. And also, it is totally okay not to forgive people. Yes. We're talking about, like, oh, yes, like our therapists have brought this up. But if I told my therapist I don't ever want to forgive my dad or my rapist, she'd be like, that's fine (laughs) because that's what I need.
0: I'm opening the second shitty truly. This one is Wildberry. Let's see how it tastes. I hate it. Oh, anyway.
1: No. <laughs> I'm still gonna drink it. Um I would I like did. to point out that we didn't record yesterday because I was out of alcohol, so <laughs> we'll just put we'll just well, put that out there. <laughs>
0: I was also spending time with family, so I guess
1: I mean we were gonna record later and I was like, do we have to? Because like I, I don't have <laughs> 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 oh, I had to go five yeah. yeah. I don't have a problem. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah,
0: anyway, you don't have to forgive
1: people. It's really cool. Yeah. It's so freeing when you realize that. Yes.
0: Like there. <laughs> so my situation with my ex-boyfriend 10 years ago, that was someone that I felt like I wanted to forgive in my head in order for to allow myself to let go. There is another person in my life who has hurt me in really 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 shitty ways for a number of years and I don't ever want to forgive him I just don't like I don't feel like he's entitled to it because this wasn't like a a blip of a relationship kind of like my my ex-boyfriend was this was like years of this person controlling and hurting my life Mm -hmm. and I'm like no you don't you don't deserve that yeah you don't deserve my forgiveness
1: and also if they've caused you well, there's situations where it's like they've caused so much psychological harm to you. Mm-hmm. They don't deserve that. And it's okay for you to still be angry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of relationships like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I guess but, it truly makes me um, get hashtag real and <laughs> overshare. <laughs>
1: yeah, That's fine. That's why That's we're here. Hyper. Yep. Um. So, in in terms of Luke and Leia I think this is really important mm-hmm. because to Leia Vader is not redeemed and she does not forgive him for what he's done his crimes are too too horrible too horrifying for her like mm-hmm. he took everything from her and for Luke it's a different story and we've only in the films been presented with Luke's point of view essentially like we never really saw Leia's I think until Bloodline because that's when I was really like whoa I didn't even think about this like how awful am I what kind of feminist am I like (laughs) (laughs) I'm a bad feminist didn't think about Leia and how she felt about her father like and to have that like brought back up in the context that it was in Bloodline and be used against her in the fact that she was like no like he is my father but I don't forgive him and he's not like redeemed for anything that he's done in my eyes it's like... Well, and like,
0: there's even a part in Bloodline where Leia kind of comes to understand why she thinks Vader fell. Like, I'm looking at the Goodreads quote right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, talking about she'd always wondered what led him to turn to the dark side. And she'd imagine it came from ambition, greed, or some other venal. Is that how you say it? Sure. 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 <laughs> Weakness. Uh, never had she considered that the turn might be begin in a better place out of the desire to save someone or to avenge a great wrong. Even if it led to evil, that first impulse might be born of loyalty, a sense of justice or even love. And so like that displays that Leia gets it, but she's also like, fuck off still. Yeah. Like cool motive, still murder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the fact that he never reached out to her, like, no. oh, I mean, no. not that he ever got the chance to, but well, like, I mean,
0: sure. But like, tell your sister you were right fuck off Anakin yeah, not tell like, your
1: sister I love you and I'm sorry right. for everything that I've done I can't believe I yeah. blew her planet and tortured her oh I'm a terrible father like okay because in that moment like cause
0: let's be real there Anakin Skywalker is selfish until the second he dies because <laughs> in his mind the fact that he returned to the light is apology enough
1: yeah which that's because it. Yeah. fucking arrogant <laughs> <laughs> fuck you Anakin <laughs> Such a fuck boy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I freaking love him, but he's awful. <laughs> I love him, but fuck him. Yeah. Damn, Star Wars is crazy.
0: Yeah, I'll... but like people don't fucking think about it.
1: <laughs> I didn't think about it for years. I'm totally no. In my yeah, camera. you're right. Like
0: you're right. <laughs> I was totally like, yeah, he's yeah. fine.
1: He's I cool. Think part of the
0: thing that's frustrating is that like, it's it's we're having we've been having these conversations online yeah. for a long time, and like they are just people who just don't want to hear about it and that's frustrating speaking of <laughs> yeah so let's go back to the topic of redemption <laughs>
1: um so the rise of skywalker is is coming out in a few months and everyone's holding their breath on whether kylo ren is going to be redeemed or not and what are your thoughts on ben demption do you are you pro or con or do you care <laughs>
0: I don't know if I care at this point like this is the thing that I've been seeing the past couple of days on Twitter of people being fearful for what things are going to be like after the rise of Skywalker and like Mm -hmm. that makes sense like things were a fucking (laughs) shit show after the last Jedi yeah (laughs) and it sucked but at the same time like and I've seen people being like this might ruin my enjoyment of Star Wars and that's okay like if that's how you feel that's okay you're entitled to that. I just think I'm in the camp of okay well maybe this will ruin my enjoyment of the sequel trilogy but like it can't take away the original trilogy or the prequel trilogy or the Clone Wars or whatever parts that make up my Star Wars. It won't take that away from me. Yeah. And so the more I think of it that way the more I'm like I really don't fucking care.
1: I am tired of the focus being on Kylo Ren. I know he's a Skywalker and so that's like You know, like, there's all this importance placed around that bloodline and things like that. And he's Leia's son. Like, that's an important point to remember. But he did a genocide. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm fine if some people redeem him. But I also think he needs to pay for what he's done. And whether that's through his death, I'm fine with that. Whether Mm -hmm. that's through him going to jail forever? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm fine with that or doing it in some other way. I don't know what else that could be. I can't think of anything worse than genocide that he could, you know, they someone would find justice in in that to yeah. to allow him to to be redeemed in that sense. Yeah. Um but also like I think it's fair that there are characters in the story that are not going to forgive him for what he's done. Yeah. And I, I tweeted out a thread about this that sure, like Kylo Ren can be redeemed in maybe the eyes of the viewer or the eyes of certain characters, but there might be another character that's like, fuck you. Like, you blew up my planet. Like, you killed my village. Like, mm-hmm. I hate you and I want you to die. And if they kill him, you can't be upset about that. <laughs> like, because redemption isn't in, it, it has nothing to do with the uh the perpetrator it is about the person who's been wronged and Ren has wronged so many people that if the entire galaxy is like oh he's fine we forgive him oh shit i just my beer over (laughs) i'm getting very passionate i'm waving my arms around (laughs) it's fine it was like almost empty um i'm not gonna clean it up till later it's fine (laughs) sitting in spilled beer um but like that's not gonna happen like there's gonna be someone that's like fucking pissed and is like fuck you I'm gonna like snipe you and bye (laughs) you know I don't so this is why I I, like I see why people want him to be redeemed because I get that a lot of people like his character resonates with them they feel like they fucked up and they're just like a fucking mess and they like they want to see someone that they can identify with have Mm -hmm. that chance to be redeemed but on the other hand, I don't think anyone's done anything so terrible as genocide in yeah. fandom
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> or killing innocent old men, unarmed old men and women mm-hmm. and children that your crimes are that, like, awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I understand yeah. being able to relate to him a certain level, but at the same time, this is a fictional villain that's done really terrible things. And if this person was in real like a person in real life like he would be on you know in prison for the rest of his life um and i think we need to acknowledge that yeah the other thing is if he does get absolved of all his crimes there's this whole like movement of like you know white nationalist terrorists that you know kylo ren has been like kind of connected with with a lot of, like, think pieces and things like that and just, like, conversation around fandom. And it's, like, if there's no consequences for his actions, like, what is what message does that send? Like, I don't think Disney or Lucasfilm wants to send a message like that. Like, yeah, it's okay to, like, have a message of forgiveness, but it has to be, like, it's going to have to be a really fucking good story. <laughs> like, yeah. and I honestly, like, I don't feel like Lucasfilm has that in them. I, feel, <laughs> I don't feel like J.J. has it in him to tell a good forgiveness story with Kylo Ren. Like, I just don't see it. So I don't,
0: I remember seeing this thing a long time ago, I can't remember, Tumblr or in an article I read, that it's really interesting if you look at the main villains of each trilogy of Star Wars within the context of their time period. So you have Darth Vader in the original trilogy where it's this scary man behind a mask, this fear of the unknown other powers trying to take over yours very much so in line with the political climate of the seventies and Mm eighties, um, within the cold war. And then you get yellow peril. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and then you get the prequel trilogy in the late nineties, early two thousands, where it's the corruptness of the government and the people inside the government working for its downfall. Um, I mean, it's no fucking coincidence that a lot of lines, especially in Revenge of the Sith, are almost direct quotes from George W. Bush. Uh, (laughs) Like, if you're not with me, then you're my enemy. um, Spoken by the villains. And then you get to now with the sequel trilogy in the, you know, 2015 until now. It's these younger, because let's remember that Kylo's in his 30s he's not a child but younger white men who eventually don't have a problem with their face being visible committing hate crimes and awful things
1: and and not getting in trouble
0: yeah and it could be your your friendly neighbor's son and like we don't say all of this to like if you are a person that relates to him in no way is this conversation like us calling you the things that we're calling kylo
1: no like in, in no way
0: shape or form because like we said like you obviously identify with him for a reason i'm guaranteeing you, none of you have committed a genocide if you have please fuck off but <laughs> <laughs> please go
1: to prison <laughs> right right
0: um none of you have committed a genocide. Um, But it's you know I still understand like when you see bits and pieces of yourself within Kylo Ren like I'll be real here I see a lot of myself in Anakin Skywalker too right
1: I was just gonna like, say that like I see some of myself in Palpatine like yeah. I it's mean, you okay see to the same MBTI oh so. shut up anyway <laughs> <laughs> like I want to be that calculated like person that's in control of everything because I don't have any control over my life you know like. Yeah. I and, want that. I that I think that's amazing and cool. And like, that's, but I don't want to like be an evil emperor that right. like kills people and like manipulates political systems. That's crazy. Right. <laughs> like, And right. I know people that like, love Kylo Ren feel the same way. They don't want to be like a genocidal <laughs> maniac that like wants to kill everyone and just like yeah. k- kills their boss on a whim because <laughs> like there's a girl that's cute in front of him and he's, she's being tortured. Like, Uh, that i know that's not how you feel (laughs) like
0: right 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 right.
1: i get that this is like you relate to parts of this character and their story is compelling and that's totally Mm -hmm. valid and i feel the same way about a lot of villains
0: yeah like and if people are like equating you to the action the terrible actions of kylo ren like that's their fucking problem mm -hmm. and they're shitty and just block them and move on yeah um but they, the can, same... they don't.
1: They can't see the nuance of this conversation. No, God, no. <laughs> or of same... your appreciation.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, like something I it, that's been frustrating me is that like, yes, you you relate to this character, but also people are allowed to not like him, and that's okay. Because like I I've talked about this on many podcasts before, not even just our own. I've talked about it on Sapphic Skywalkers and all of that. I see a lot of my abuser in Kylo Ren, down to some of the words and phrases he says to Ray mm-hmm. and I'm allowed to be <laughs> triggered by that and not want that and be like, that's why I don't want redemption. But then yeah. at the same time, like then in this situation, it's just forgiving for myself, you know?
1: Yeah. And
0: maybe like if Ray is like, sure, let's forgive him. Let's hop on the penemption train. Yeah. It's probably going to be for herself and not for him. And if it is like made it seem like it's for him, it's because men are writing her.
1: Yeah, like, I I feel the let's same be way. Real. I feel so. like if they do go down this route, it is going to be Ray either yeah. choosing the light or the dark side, the light being forgiveness, the dark being holding a grudge and being angry.
0: But then at the same time she's allowed that. And I don't like that, that people would interpret that as the dark side
1: then. That's because men are writing this. You're right. <laughs> and women can't feel emotions without being yep night sisters (coughs) (laughs) mother tells (laughs) and
0: you can't have righteous anger way to make a cult
1: of witches that are like dark side associated part of canon thanks Dave Filoni anyway yeah I would date every single one of them I want to be them
0: yeah well (laughs) that works out because I would date you (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh jabby,
0: jabby <laughs> hey um yesterday was by visibility day and you said you were going to like notice me today hi you haven't yet
1: <laughs> just sorry kidding. it's been a long day and i got a flu shot i'm just eating. <laughs> here we are noticing you thank you
0: <laughs> i feel visible now i have to put back on my invisibility cloak Oh my God. The rest of the year, I am not seen. <laughs>
1: oh my God. So, mm. the other thing that's been going around that is driving me nuts is that the whole like, Kylo's never done anything wrong. Oh. If, he, if he's never done anything wrong, how can he be redeemed for something?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> which okay whatever I get that like that's like could be in like fangirl voice and you're just being yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fine because I do that shit all the time like I'm like fuck walks." like I want to chop their heads off which I don't really feel that way but it's just fun <laughs> to be like hyperbolic and stuff yeah. um that's what we do we're fangirls right. um but if you really feel that way I don't understand and please mm-hmm. explain to me dm me and explain to me like how that how you came to that conclusion, because I really don't understand that point of view. Yeah. Um, first of all, Kylo committed a genocide. He mm-hmm. wiped out an entire village and shot an unarmed man on his knees. And mm-hmm. he also was- killed his father. And who else knows? What he- I mean, he's done countless other things, I'm sure, because he's been well, with the First Order for how long?
0: Right. And he was, and, and like people like to point out the fact that like he didn't give the command for a Starkiller base. It was Hux. And you're right. However, Kylo Ren is still complicit in that as being part of the First Order. Mm-hmm. And being part of the First Order willingly. That's yeah. that's the big caveat because the majority of those st- stormtroopers are not there willingly, i.e. No. Finn. And if yeah. you're like, Finn needs to be redeemed, you need to shut the fuck up.
1: Finn did nothing wrong.
0: Finn did nothing <laughs> wrong.
1: Uh, who's saying that? I haven't seen that. That makes really? me really. Yeah. Oh my
0: god, that's a- been a thing I've been seeing for years that like... Especially, like, after The Last Jedi, of like, well, yeah, you know, Finn needed his redemption arc. And I'm like, what redemption
1: arc did he need? Like, I don't Everything. think people understand what a redemption arc is. No,
0: and that's the whole reason we're having this conversation.
1: That
0: is it's just, just an arc. None of y'all know what the fuck redemption means. We're right, you're wrong. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. And don't say no, bitch. <laughs> don't even.
1: But Yeah we just wanted to acknowledge that this is a conversation and that we really need to think about what this word means. Cause words matter, mm-hmm. <laughs> language matters.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if everybody's going to be fucking upset about this after the, the rise of Skywalker, like we need to have a conversation about this now. So the expectations yeah, yeah, yeah. can be set Yeah, and just it's, it's faking it in space guys. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, there's like, a lot of like personal ramifications for people and people are really connected to the stuff. And I get that, Mm -hmm. but like, it is still faking in space.
0: We have a fucking entire podcast devoted to talking about star Wars. Like we get it. Like having a very deep and personal connection to star Wars. Yes. But at the same time, like, like I was talking about earlier when a bunch of people are talking about is this, could this movie ruin star Wars for them? It's like at this point, I can remove myself so much that I don't fucking care. Like I can still love star Wars and maybe be like, Hey, maybe the sequel trilogy wasn't for me. Yeah. And I, I mean, if it does end up ruining your enjoyment of star Wars, that's fine. Like that's how, you know, you do you. Yeah.
1: Rebels was not for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me just put that out there. There's parts of rebels that I absolutely love, but most of it was not for me. And maybe the sequel yeah. trilogy will be that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I don't really care for the the force of weekends. It's fine. It doesn't do anything for me doesn't Mm -hmm. get me going last Jedi I have issues with I'm I'm really hoping this movie is like it and does it for me but it it might not I might be a Phantom menace new hope rogue one girl forever (laughs) and
0: that's fine okay right like I you know take my advice leave it I highly urge you to not hinge your fandom experience on one individual thing yeah Like, don't be like, you know, when this next, when the Mandalorian comes out, that'll make or break my Star Wars fandom. Like, at this point, we're getting so much Star Wars content that things are not going to be for you. Yeah, you don't have to like everything. No. And that's okay. Yeah. You're not betraying Star Wars.
1: That's healthy because there should be enough Star Wars that's different, that it should appeal to different types of people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Otherwise, it's just going to be fucking boring. Right. (laughs) We're all just going to be talking to each other forever. and We're going to hate each other (laughs) in like 40 years. We're just like, fuck, you guys have been friends with me for 40 years. Go away.
0: (laughs) But like, and that's the thing too. It's like, I don't know. Maybe this movie is so egregious that it does ruin Star Wars for me. It's not going to, but like hypothetically, let's say it does. At the end of the day, like there is a lot more that Star Wars has given me than just some movies and some TV shows and some books. It has given me lifelong friendships that are irreplaceable and experiences that I will never forget. And like, if nothing, if I gain nothing out of all of this, which isn't going to be the case, like the one thing I would have gained is the friends that I've made. Like, I wouldn't have made a podcast with you (laughs) if it weren't for Star Wars. But it's like our friendship doesn't hinge on Star Wars. No, um, we have other things. Yeah, like cats. <laughs> 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 and like, freaking Lynn from Savage Skywalkers is just coming to visit me in November. Danny from Robot is going to come down and we're going to go to the museum in one of the museums in Chicago. And like, yeah, Star Wars brought us all together, but that's not. It doesn't matter at the end of the day with our friendship. And so, exactly. like go into this movie and again take my advice or leave it go into this movie being like maybe it's for me maybe it's not but at the end of the day star wars has given me something special and that
1: i will hold on to forever and honestly you should do that you should do that with everything (laughs) yes
0: yes do not hinge your enjoyment on one individual thing
1: words matter Mm. and just because like white men and fandom have been saying that Darth redeemed for decades doesn't mean it's true <laughs> Women men just, in fandom are dumb <laughs> just because men and fandom have been saying that luke forgives darth vader doesn't mean it's true like we're allowed to think critically about these things and re-examine them as time goes on as women from our experiences as women of color people of people of color queer folks disabled folks all of the above like mm-hmm. we have a different view on the entire galaxy far far away because of who we are and we don't have to take like what fandom has said about canon as gospel like we can have new analysis on it and i think that's really important for us to think critically about this stuff um and not just be like oh yeah it's fine that's what everybody's been saying for years because like we said we we read into that for years and then we're like oh wait suddenly there's a book or a fanfic written by a woman that says differently? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, mind blown. <laughs> and that's fine. Like, you're allowed to discover that and mm-hmm. like reanalyze your previous belief. That's what being an adult and a human is about, and it's important. So yeah. here we are.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I this was one of the main the- theses, yeah, theses of my solo episode about Luke is that the strength in forgiveness lies in the choice and that's a thousand percent true like the fact that you get to choose whether or not you forgive is the powerfulness of forgiveness not the fact that you have forgiven someone never feel like you have to forgive somebody that you don't want to and always remember that forgiveness is for yourself and not the other person
1: I really hope that Rose or Finn doesn't forgive Kylo Ren I'll just put that out (laughs) God!
0: I'll be pissed if they do or (laughs) Poe
1: Or even Hux. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll be pissed if anybody forgives no, I'm just.
1: My money is that Hux kills Kylo. <laughs> yes! That'd be great. Uh, I don't really want him to die. I don't really care. I just... I don't know. I just don't know. I just want the story to be what it's going to be so that we can get on with yeah. our lives.
0: Yeah. That's a... Yeah. <laughs> I want to get... Listen, I have had a really hard time of letting the Skywalker saga go because I am a messy bitch who loves drama and loves my Skywalkers. I love the one family making everything a goddamn ordeal.
1: Um, they fucking ruined the galaxy, Abby. Let them go.
0: <laughs> I know, but that's what I'm saying. It's like I think I've gotten to the point where, I'm like, let's move on from the Skywalker saga because I want to know more about other people's stories. Like I'm tired of it. Like I fucking love Luke and Leia till the d- my dying days and I will not be mad if like we get comics with them or books with them or whatever. But like I want to know other people's stories now.
1: And that aren't white.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like it's <laughs> just like I I'm, I'm I'm ready for this movie to come and enjoy it. to the best of my ability and enjoy it for what it's worth. Critique it when I need to. And Move on to the next Star Wars
1: thing that piques my interest. Yep. Or just go back and watch Rogue One over and over. Yeah.
0: Which is <laughs> what we're going to do anyway. Right? <laughs> so, it's time to announce who the winner of the giveaway is. Now that I'm
1: drunk. Um, <laughs> let me drunk, figure out how to use roll. real quick.
0: <laughs> oh, no.
1: So, I have everybody, just so everybody knows, I have everybody entries <laughs> in... Mm-hmm. An Excel spreadsheet with numbers, and I'm going to put in a random number generator. Here we go. Who wins? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's my drum. At Sam Wow X wins a crash of fate. Woo! Woohoo!
0: Yeah, see. Oh, this was also the person that I did my Owen Wilson. Wow! Yes. <laughs>
1: congratulations um we'll tweet this out so that you know you won if you can't listen to this episode right away dm us your address so we can send this book to you and some stickers which abby has still not sent me so shut up (laughs) and i I hope you enjoy this i've heard really good things about a crash of fate um and i really love zoraida as a person and as an author so enjoy because yeah. god damn let's support this woman have yeah. her write more star wars Hell speaking of yes. i can't wait till rebecca roanhorse <laughs> That's That's like her next novel week. i know <laughs> oh my god <laughs> well we're definitely gonna have to talk about that. yeah we'll probably do another giveaway just because <laughs> i want give i wanna <laughs> want to buy that and give read that read away that. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: yeah but yeah thank you to wow sam wow and all of the rest of our listeners who entered the giveaway, and if you didn't, fuck you, you're dead to us. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> thank you to all of our listeners for sticking around for now 21 episodes, which might not seem like a lot in the grand scheme of things, but we're pretty abrasive people. <laughs> and we've b- burned a lot of bridges. So if, if And so, like, if you're still here at this point, like, thanks. We
1: appreciate yeah. it we're kind of ridiculous and obnoxious. So. Yeah.
0: And we don't apologize for it.
1: You're our people. And Yay. I can't wait for celebration Anaheim to like meet everybody that comes because it's going to be so much fun. I know, it's so
0: good. Okay. So if you want to continue listening to us, you can find lousy beautiful town on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Google play. And if you're a browser listener, you can listen to us on Podbean. Um, Leave us a five star review on iTunes. If you leave us a five star review, I am contractually obligated to read it on the show. Um, <laughs> so, um, as of Sunday, <laughs> we have three new reviews. But I'm checking to make sure that we haven't gotten it since. No, we're good. Okay, so we have <laughs> three new reviews. Um, the first one comes from Midwest is best, and they're fucking right. Hey. Uh, Hey, hey. Shut <laughs> up, coastal elite. <laughs> I'm fine with that. <laughs> anyway, Midwest is best says listening to these two grow as podcasters over the past 20 episodes. Oh. Grow <sighs> drunker. <laughs> <laughs> I am not drunk, I promise. taste like shit. How can there be alcohol in this? Whew. Okay, take two. Listening to these two grow as podcasters over the past 20 episodes has been an absolute delight. Their rapport is so natural, and I appreciate their insights into characters and the state of fandom alike. The, ba- the perfect balance of intelligence, humor, and heart. There's a lot of people who think we're smart.
1: Who are you people? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and there's people who think, like, we're funny? Like I, I agree. I think we're yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah you're, you're fucking right. I, <laughs> I re-listen to these when I edit them, and i cracking up. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my god,
0: really and, oh my god, last week's or two weeks ago, I was into it while I was getting ready for work, and, like, trying Dying. to do eye makeup, <laughs> and I was fucking crying at us just, like, losing our shit, just, like, in the midst of giggles going, like, hee hee, shut the fuck up! I know, it's
1: was so... It's so ridiculous. Yeah. I think we're hilarious. So, yes. I agree yeah. with you listeners who think we're there. <laughs> I don't yeah. know about smart, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> when we want to be?
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway, uh next one is from Bookie on the Offbeat. They say, "I'm here, I'm queer, and I love Star Wars, so please keep making this podcast." So, this Ooh, is a bummer wait. to announce that we're ending the podcast. No. <laughs> Oh my god don't do that <laughs> could you imagine that would be so mean <laughs> no we will make this podcast as long as we please there's a hair on my tongue <laughs> cat hair it was berlioz
1: great i believe it
0: <laughs> <laughs> this last one is from ty pilot underscore dandy uh and he says from loving on rogue one to discussing the deeper issues people and themes represented or not in Star Wars, this show has it all. The hosts are fantastic and have obvious chemistry. The discussion is engaging and the power potential they're wielding in the show is immeasurable. I can't wait for more episodes. And Luke, love, we have chemistry and
1: power potential. Ooh. <laughs> Hashtag Jabby Power. <laughs> the Jabby cast. I feel like we should rename the podcast. Yes. Putting our. Anyway.
0: We're not going to do that because all of our social media is. <laughs> um, so if you want to find us on Twitter, you can find us at LBT pod, where we just tweet about a lot of random shit and retweet a lot of things and yell about stuff. Uh, if you want to email us, you can reach us at lousy, beautiful town pod at gmail.com. We love getting emails. And if they're nice enough or special enough, we'll read
1: them on the show too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you have questions too, please email yeah, us because we haven't do. had one of those in a while. Um, yeah, And we'd be more than happy to talk about whatever you want us to talk about. Yeah. So, Even
0: if we're not doing like a Q- Q&A episode, like shoot us questions or like things, oh, excuse me, things that you'd like to hear us talk about. Like we love listener engagement. Anyway, Jess, where can the people find you?
1: You can find me at Space Chess with four S's in the Jess. And how about you? And
0: you can find me at Abby M with that. Mm.
1: Bottoms up. (laughs) (laughs) Finish my beer. Oh yeah, I should finish this shit.
0: Okay. Charlie, this is what we talked about. You can't be naughty while we're recording. All right, he's going downstairs. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) This is my body rejecting the shitty seltzer.